Welcome to The Intuitive Customer, where we discuss how you can improve your customer experience and your bottom line. And now, here are your hosts, award-winning influencer and pioneering author of seven books, Colin Shaw and Professor Ryan Hamilton from Emory University. For all three of those, those definitions, customer engagement is the things that the company are doing to the customers. Whereas I had assumed when people talked about customer engagement, it was more of kind of a, a measurement approach where we're trying to figure out how engaged our customers are. So for me, customer engagement is, is your, effectively, is your customer talking with you over a period of time? The difference is, mate, there's one factor that's different. Do you know what that is? Yeah, no, I know. I'm wondering what you're saying about me in that <laughs> newsletter. It's driving people away. <laughs> so, Ryan, you know that I love it when our, our uh, listeners write into us and uh, send us messages. Our listeners are the best listeners. Yes. Yeah, I think they both are as well, don't you? Yeah. That was a bit of a joke because it was sort of implying there's only two. I had expected yeah. a bit more of engagement from you. No, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we, we think that's a joke, Colin. I'm here to embrace reality. <laughs> we are going to talk today about an email that I received because I received an email from VJ and he said, have we got anything on customer engagement? And customer engagement is a topic that's been around for a number of years. And I thought, that's interesting. We don't have anything on customer it. engagement. We, it's not a topic we've ever talked about, which I have to say, in five years of doing this, it's a little bit remiss. Okay, It's true. I mean, we've talked about the Cleveland Browns at least two dozen times, and we haven't talked yes. about customer engagement. So that's no, something. we haven't at all. The interesting bit was then I went and thought, why have we not done anything on customer engagement? As I thought that, I thought, you know what? The issue for me is I'm not really even sure what it is. Yeah. I did some investigation, okay? I've heard of customer engagement. If you said to me, Colin, what's customer engagement? I could give you my two penneth worth. But let's go and find out what some other people have said, yeah? Good. And then we can have a debate about it because I'd be interested to understand from a more of a scientific perspective, what are we talking about? According to, I think it's Webster's Dictionary, engagement is an arrangement, an arrangement to meet or present at one specific time or place. I don't think that really applies to customer engagement. A job or period of employment, especially as a performer. Okay. Don't really apply. Uh, this is one that does apply. An act of engaging uh, a state of being engaged. Okay. <laughs> that applies, but it's also totally tautological that that tells you nothing. No. Well, I mean, that's a definition for you. Yeah. So, so let me give you, and we'll put the links in the show notes to these. Let me give you a couple of other definitions as I've looked them up on other, um, well, as I Googled them and, and read some of them, and I thought, yeah, this is interesting. This is one from HubSpot. 
which says customer engagement is the process of interacting with customers through a variety of channels in order to strengthen your relationship. For many businesses, this process begins with the first interaction and extends beyond the point of purchase. Companies can engage with customers via social media, email, websites, community forums and other spaces where they've communicated or consumed content or consuming content. So that's very interesting. Do you want to talk about these each in turn? Or do you no, want to let, 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 me, let me read them out and then we can okay. pick them apart. Otherwise, we'll spend all of our time just talking about these. This is, I think, for me, one of the best ones. This was from Salesforce, which was customer engagement is delivering connected experiences to your customer instead of single, one-off or fleeting transactions. I thought, yeah. So customer engagement is delivering connected experiences to your customer instead of single, one-off or fleeting transactions. The last one is Qualtrics, which again, I thought was an interesting one, although it does confuse it by entering another, um, another bit of jargon. But customer engagement is an emotional connection between customers and a brand. Broadly speaking, customer engagement or customer branded engagement encompasses the customer relationship with a business. When we look at an engagement, we're exploring the quality of that relationship, positive or negative, how customers' participation occurs, and how often it happens. Those are some definitions. I'm not sure if I agree with all any of those entirely. Yeah. Yeah. But what's your thoughts on customer engagement? That was very informative. Um, it, my first reaction is that I I'm surprised that if those three definitions represent the way that businesses are thinking about customer engagement, then I was completely off base in the way that I was thinking about it. All three of those definitions were company centric. So for all three of those, those definitions, customer engagement is the things that the company are doing to the customers. Yeah, that's a good point. Whereas I had assumed when people talked about customer engagement, it was more of kind of a, a measurement approach where we're trying to figure out how engaged our customers are yeah. with us, or we are trying to facilitate additional ways for our customers to engage with us. Whereas all three of those definitions seem to be some flavor of, here's the things that you can do to push on to customers. Yeah, it's an interesting observation, actually. So... So for me, customer engagement is, is your, effectively, is your customer talking with you over a period of time? So, you know, are they engaged enough? So, I mean, clearly on social you media. De you can't define engagement by using the word engaged, Colin. I'm going to stop you. <laughs> Who are you, Webster's Dictionary? You can't do that. You haven't learned that right. No, I mean, it's hard, right? Because we it is. it's a very common term. I, we think we all got some intuitive grasp of what it means, but it is slippery. It's hard to like, yes. what do we mean by this exactly? Yes. You see, when you start thinking about social media, social media would measure it by, or defining as the number of interactions that you had with that piece of content. So they would measure it by how many likes did you get? How many reposts did you get? How many views did you get? I assume, although I'm not sure that any one of those three definitions you just read 
requires that. Like, especially the first one, the HubSpot definition, as I'm recalling it, it sounded like just anything you post on social media could be considered some form of engagement or attempted engagement. Whereas you, as what you just said, you're thinking about it more of the way that, that I was tending to think about it, which is what is the customer doing back in response to that? Yes, yes, yes. So for me, it would. So let me read the HubSpot one again. Uh, customer engagement is the process of interacting with customers, which is going towards the customer from the company rather than the other way around. So the customer engagement is the process of interacting with customers through a variety of channels in order to strengthen relationships. So I agree with the strengthening relationship. The reason you want to engage with a customer, and by the way, I'm not reading the definition now. This is me. Yeah, yeah. Don't sue us on spot. <laughs> the reason that you want to engage with the customer is to strengthen the relationship. But it's then a question of how are you doing that? Are you doing that? So we, I think we've agreed it's through many different interactions, basically, isn't it? The other thing that struck me as we were, as you were reading through those three definitions, they felt like they were redefining previous terms. So that, that HubSpot definition sounded a lot like integrated marketing communications to me. So yes, it's integrated marketing communications, but for what purpose? Why do you have integrated marketing communications? Well, you want to engage the customer in some form of dialogue with you. They need to be engaged. One way of measuring that is that, and it then goes to the Salesforce one, which is customer engagement is delivered through connected experiences to your customer instead of one single one-off fleeting transactions. You don't want that marketing to be single one-off fleeting transaction. You want them to be engaged enough to continue to have that dialogue with you. I agree with that completely, but the Salesforce definition just sounded like customer experience management to me. Well, yeah. I mean, this is probably one of the reasons why we haven't talked about this before, yes. because at the end of the day... I mean, I think it, we have. We just haven't labeled it that way. Well, I was just about to say, it's just another bloody label, isn't it, basically? No, I, that, that sounds like a critique that I'm making. It sounds like I'm being hostile towards that. I'm actually not. So I, in my experience, people working in business, um, and especially in the marketing space, and maybe also in the customer experience space, People are constantly looking for new ideas. The idea is that like, if it's an old idea, everybody's got access to it. Everybody's been doing it. We need an advantage. And so therefore we need something new. And in my experience, I think firms often neglect the old stuff. I think too many firms that I've talked to just neglect their segmentation and targeting because it's an old idea and we want to look at something shiny new. So to the extent that, that people can like re-engage people with older ideas by relabeling them as something new, I'm all for that. I think that that's fine. So if, if somebody's going to neglect their customer experience management until we call it customer engagement, and then now they're going to be on board, great. I'm, I'm okay with that. So I, this is not a criticism of that. If, if calling it customer engagement gets people at your organization excited about it and gets them to move things, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, this goes back to what we both said on many occasions, which is there's nothing new happening here. And again, I'm not talking about customer engagement. 
there is, when you look at behavioral science, when you look at customer experience, when you look at customer emotions, all of this lot has been happening for, for hundreds of years. This is nothing new. Yes, we're putting different labels on it. I think going back to the customer engagement piece, I think it's come to the fore more on the since social media because you yeah. can you can measure it. So I understand the and I understand and agree with the premise that if I put a piece of content out on LinkedIn, if somebody reads it, that's a level of engagement. Yeah. If somebody likes it, that's a maybe a you know the next level up. Yeah. If somebody comments on it, well, maybe that's the next level up. If somebody shares it, well, that's the next level up. So I can see that that engagement, you could break it down like that. And therefore, the great thing on social media is that you can measure it. I mean, I, I agree with everything you just said, but I'll, I'll, I'll point out two things. So the first one is that the way that you're conceptualizing this, again, is going back is the way that I was conceptualizing it too, which is a much more customer centric way of defining, right? So you, as what you just said, are talking about different behaviors that customers are engaging in towards the company, whereas those other definitions had at least the flavor to me of this is the things that the company is doing towards the customer. And I think that that, that customer-centric viewpoint I mean, seems to me like it'd be more useful. And you also, though, you have a hierarchy that you just defined, which is also missing from those previous definitions, right? That you're talking about ways of specific ways that you can anticipate people might be more engaged with content. Yeah. That seems like a more useful way of thinking about customer yeah. engagement to me. It's not inconsistent with what these these other these definitions that you read. That seems intuitively more appealing to me, the way you just described it. I've just had a brainwave. All right, let's hear it. We did a podcast of a couple of weeks ago about Joe Pine's thoughts around time well spent yeah different ways of using time yeah and we'll put a link in the show notes really good and by the way joe's going to come on and um onto the show and we're going to talk about it a bit further because okay. i really think it's interesting it is about time or one way of looking at it is about time so take that hierarchy that i've just talked to you about reading it's one thing i've now spent five minutes of my life and it's interesting now that actually a lot of articles say this will take you five minutes to do yep. the the act of sharing it and i'm now just talking about and let's not get just hooked into social media but let me go to the other end somebody coming along to a conference where you're speaking at mm -hmm. particularly to see you mm -hmm. that's potentially a day out of their life to yeah. do that maybe yeah. longer yeah the level of engagement that you have there, somebody reading your book, okay? Isn't that time well spent? So are we not saying? I mean, not, not when they're reading anything I've written. But yeah, <laughs> hypothetically, that might be time well spent for somebody. There's always exceptions, mate, that prove sure, the rule. Sure, sure. <laughs> notice how I notice how in agony reading something <laughs> Ryan wrote. That's one of Joe Pine's categories, right? Notice, notice how I haven't disagreed with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're very circumspect. I appreciate that. Yeah.
Ryan, we've reached a new milestone, mate. What is that? I now have 70,000 people signed up for my LinkedIn newsletter called Why Customers Buy. 70,000, that's very impressive, Colin. That just so happens to be slightly more than the capacity of the first energy stadium where the Cleveland Browns play in Cleveland, Ohio. I've got to tell you, mate, that doesn't surprise me. My milestone doesn't seem as good now you mention Cleveland Browns. <laughs> uh, hey, beating the Cleveland Browns is still an accomplishment. It still is. <laughs> it would be for my five-year-old, but not for most football teams. <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to sign up for my newsletter, go onto LinkedIn and search for Why Customers Buy, or just go to my profile, Colin Shaw, and sign up for a free LinkedIn newsletter. But isn't it about, or couldn't you argue, that engagement at its core is about time? But it's also about, if I'm sharing that, it's also about other things then, which is because that sharing of the post or, um, and again, I don't want to just get caught into social media, but the sharing of the post says something about you as well, doesn't it, as an individual? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, I, it reflects upon you, doesn't it? I, I think that there's that's a, a real good insight. So I don't think that engagement. Can you, ju can you be... just repeat that, mate? Can you no, just sorry? No. In fact, <laughs> when we edit this later, I'm going to ask that be you're going to be uh, that engaged that you're going to edit it. That's right. <laughs> I don't think that, um, and I don't think this is what you're arguing, but I don't think that engagement can be reduced to time. So I don't think no. those are equivalent. Sure. But I do think that engagement usually requires time, right? Yes. And and I, I think that it's not a bad proxy measure of engagement, no. right? And so if you can measure how much time people are spending on your website or time spent responding to your posts or time spent sharing your content with other people, I do think that's a, a pretty decent single item measure of engagement if we're looking at it from the customer's perspective of engagement yes um, and you, you keep coming back to social media and the reason i think you're doing that is because you know the way that we've been talking about engagement if it's if it's the customers kind of from the customer's perspective what they're doing social media is allows in engagement with the brand in ways that we were very impractical beforehand right you can actually sure. like content you can share content you can respond to content in ways that customers couldn't practically do or that couldn't be no, tracked anyway. Sure. So I, I do think that's partly why. Uh, though, again, I, I feel like you and I are thinking about customer engagement in ways that might be different from how some firms are, which is yeah. interesting to me. I mean, if you, if you took the HubSpot definition, the companies can engage with customers via social media. We've talked about that. But clearly email. Yeah. If you're sending me an email, am I, respond, am I opening it up? Am I responding to it? Am I, I, mean, you can am, am I even read, reading the, the bloody packaging, thing? right? Yeah. We've talked about what it's like to open an, an Apple yeah. product and they've got these kind of like layers of discovery in there sure. as you open it up and there's like sure. you know, little brochures sure. and things that you can read. So sure. those are also ways of engaging with your customer, but from a company's perspective, as opposed to like, I can't, I guess I could put the Apple sticker on my car. That might be a way of me engaging back. But sure. these different channels allow for different levels of customers responding, which I think should be an important yes. part of this engagement idea. Yeah, but if you build upon the 
packaging. I mean, isn't it real engagement when the customer then puts a video up on YouTube? Yes, that absolutely would be. Yes. Yeah. You know, the, of them opening the packaging or, you know, and, and, and as we've said before, all social media has done has given people the ability to be able to share these things. You, in the past, you may have taken it and shown some friends or you may have shown your family, look at this packaging, you know, prior to social media. That's all it's doing, isn't it? Yeah, very good point. Yep. In fact, let me ask you a question. What is there any science behind any of this? So my big critique, so as I mentioned, I'm not opposed to customer engagement. If that gets people excited, I'm all for it. I think that in general, it's going to do good. My critique, if I have one of customer engagement, is that it is a little bit squishy. So my critique would be if you want to increase customer engagement, get real hard-nosed about what you mean by customer engagement. So is it we want to increase the attention that people are paying to our messaging? Is it we want to increase the amount that people are considering what we're saying? Is it that we want to increase responses? If so, what types of responses? Right? You gave a hierarchy of responses. Many of those things will require different strategies on your part. So for example, when I, when I talk about to my students about word of mouth, I try to emphasize that the way that you serve a customer as a customer is different from the way that you would serve the customer when you want them to become your collaborator in sharing your message, right? Those, those are often a different set of needs. And so you need a different strategy to do that. So if you've lumped customer engagement all together as like, well, anything that we do to customers through any channel and anything they might do, that's going to be really hard to get any traction on. It's going to be hard to, to move that needle because there's no needle. It's just, it's a hundred different things. So my advice, like where I net out on this is I think it's good, but I don't think it's specific enough. I think if you want this to make a difference for you, you need to, you need to get granular. You need to think about the different ways that customers might engage and develop strategies around each of those. That's where I know that. What about you? Yeah, I, I think for me, it's, I like the bit about it's not just once. If a customer does something once and then doesn't come back, that's not engaged. Yeah. So for me, it's got to be continuous. And I also like the concept of time well spent and that hierarchy. Okay. I could argue. If I went to, not an extreme, but if you took at the far end somebody that's reading one of your books, I don't know how long it takes you to read a book, but it takes me quite a long time. Yeah, I'm a slow that, reader. That's engaged, isn't it? I'm reading it because I clearly could stop halfway through. I'm reading it. I'm engaged, so on and so forth. So there's something there, I think, around around the amount of time I'm willing to invest so it's time and it's consistency. And I think it then goes, the other thing I would say is it then goes into, it then goes into our usual subject, which is around segmentation. Okay. One of the things that we haven't really talked about is who are you engaging? Yeah. 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 Because you could be engaging 
with the wrong people. Let me give you an example, right? So one of the dangers is, you know, social media especially gives us all of these opportunities for measurement. There's a risk of chasing the measurement yes, instead Sorry. of chasing engagement, which we want to measure in various ways. So it's possible for you to create an Instagram account that's owned by a brand that posts very interesting, provocative images on there that don't really have much of anything to do with your brand. And you can get a lot of people engaging with that as measured in various ways. But it would be it would be wrong to interpret that as them engaging with your brand in some well, way. Well, right? you can also get a hell of a lot of people reading your stuff, whether they buy anything. Over exactly, it. yeah. Is it... So, you know, you're engaging with the wrong people. Exactly. The interesting bit then is that one of the things that I I found, so, you know, we've got the newsletter, Why Customers Buy, okay? I've got, believe it or not, nearly 80,000 subscribers to that now, okay? And only two of them listen to the podcast? <laughs> but, um, what are you saying well, in that newsletter? The, the difference is, mate, there's one factor that's different. Do you know what that is? Yeah. No, I know. I'm wondering what you're saying about me in that newsletter. <laughs> it's driving people away. <laughs> but so the interesting bit for me is that even though with 80,000 subscribers, so that means somebody has pressed the button to say, yes, I want to subscribe to this. Which, you know, is a higher level of engagement than just reading. Yes, well, because it's, yeah. it's obviously opt-in. Yep. But we don't get 80,000 views of it each month. Yeah. So what what's the point I'm making? I think I'd go back to what you said, which is you've really got to be specific about what you mean by customer engagement and for what audience. Yes. And measuring whether the right audience is actually interacting with you or, or engaged i'm not sure if i i see particularly again if i go back to social media i do see people talk about engagement a lot on social media i don't see anyone breaking it down into the right audience the wrong audience whatever you can get in social media get distracted by the big numbers that becomes the the challenge yeah but but it's also thinking about it it's about it's probably also about the platform that you're on. Absolutely. So if you're on LinkedIn, people are not stupid. They don't post as many things, I don't know, political comments on LinkedIn as they would do on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it may be because of, well, a number of different reasons, but not least of which is, you know, they don't want to draw necessarily draw attention to their... Um, political beliefs etc and it's just not the platform for it so i'm going to go back to vj and i'm going to say hey yes mate we've got this episode on customer engagement and if you're engaged with it then have a listen there we go solve that problem perfect Good. Well, we hope that's been of use to you. And please do engage with us as VJ did. Drop us a line and tell us how we're doing and ask a question. Always good to hear from our listeners. Okay. Cheers. Thanks very much for listening to the show today. We really hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, it would be really great if you could leave us a review. 
This has been The Intuitive Customer with Colin Shaw and Professor Ryan Hamilton. But it doesn't end here. Just go to beyondphilosophy.com slash podcast to find all of our shows, access free tools and resources, and subscribe, won't you? That way you'll never miss a show. That's beyondphilosophy.com slash podcasts. We look forward to talking with you next time on The Intuitive Customer.